embrace self-doubt as part of being human. There is nothing wrong with you because you have experienced or wrestled with self-doubt. I think when we are in that hamster wheel of doubting our gifts, our abilities, or our potential, we feel like everybody else is walking in confidence, that everybody else has it all together, that everybody else is solidified in who they are and what they're doing and where they're going. And that's just not true. It's part of the human experience to wrestle over self-doubt. Welcome to Rise and Lead. I'm Benjamin Lundquist, and this podcast is all about personal growth and leadership. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our Rise and Lead community. We are a community of leaders who are passionate about growth, leadership, and expanding our impact on the world. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to beat self-doubt. Here's a question. What would your life look like if nothing held you back? I'm going to give you five steps that have worked for me in beating self-doubt. The Rise and Lead podcast is designed specifically to motivate and equip you to live your greatest life with maximum impact. We are going to find out what makes great leaders great and how you can start growing yourself, rise, expanding your impact, lead, and living the life you have been created to live. I want to personally invite you to be a Rise and Lead partner in spreading the word about this podcast and all the episodes that will follow so together we can reach more people. All your support means the world to me. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes that drop every month. Rate the podcast. I'm always going for a five-star rating. Leave a written review about how the podcast has added real value to your life. Your reviews, they make a huge difference. And finally, share about Rise and Lead with your family, friends, and your social media network. Screenshot this episode on beating self-doubt and send the episode link or screenshot to someone. You are helping people rise to their next level by connecting them to an episode. And when you share about the podcast as an Instagram story, make sure you tag me and I will always try and give you a repost. I like to start each episode with prayers, so let's pray together. God, help us through this episode to overcome our fear and doubt so we can live our purpose. God, help us to no longer be held back by lies that we may think about ourselves, about our past, or about our future. Set us free so we can live the life that you have called us to, one of impact, one of meaning, and one of significance. In your name we pray, amen. What would your life look like if nothing held you back? Self-doubt is learned. No one is born with self-doubt. Children typically move through the world with plenty of confidence until they experience some type of trauma. Trauma can cause anyone, child or adult, to doubt their worth and value and doubt their capacity and potential to accomplish certain things. 
by the time many of us reach adulthood, our natural confidence has been undermined by the opinions of others and by our own experiences. No matter where it comes from, self-doubt is a defense mechanism motivated by fear. It's our brain's way of protecting us from failure, from embarrassment, and even from heartbreak. When is the first time in your life that you experienced self-doubt? I was thinking about that same question, and it took me back to my public swimming pool as a child. I loved going to the pool. It's where I learned how to swim. It's where I conquered the low dive, and it's where I got my first glimpse of the high dive. Oh yeah, I wanted that high dive. I wanted the experience of going off of the highest diving board at the pool. I wanted that, but fear at six years of age was holding me back. I had this internal dialogue. I'm the only one who's afraid. Everyone else around me is brave. What if I climb the ladder and I've got to climb back down because I'm too afraid to go off? I'm too little. I'm too young. What if I belly flop? What if my swimsuit malfunctions? What if nothing goes as planned? And there I stared at the high dive and a lifeguard saw me staring for what seemed like hours and said to me, do you want to do it? And I responded, do what? Jump off the high dive. You can do it, you know. At one time, I was afraid to do that too. Lots of kids are afraid to jump their first time. What that lifeguard said to me changed everything. I wasn't the only one who was afraid. The narrative shifted. The dialogue went something like this. I can do it. I'm not too young. I'm not too little. I'm actually going to do it. And I remember six years old standing on the edge of that high dive, jumping off for the very first time. That moment, let me tell you, was the most exhilarating experience of my life. One lesson I've learned is that the best things in life are on the other side of fear. Or maybe it's the journey of overcoming fear that is the greatest gift that we can experience. I know for me, when I wake up every day, I'm either going to walk by fear or I'm going to walk by faith. So let's talk about how do you beat self-doubt. I'm going to give you five steps that have worked for me in beating self-doubt. Step number one, embrace self-doubt as part of being human. Step number two, recognize limiting beliefs. Step number three, replace limiting beliefs with truth. Step number four, build a team of believers. And step number five, take action. Embrace self-doubt as part of being human. There is nothing wrong with you because you have experienced or wrestled with self-doubt. I think when we are in that hamster wheel of doubting our gifts, our abilities, or our potential, we feel like everybody else is walking in confidence, that everybody else has it all together, that everybody else is solidified in who they are and what they're doing and where they're going. And that's just not true. 
It's part of the human experience to wrestle over self-doubt. And so I just want to encourage you, there is nothing wrong with you because you are experiencing what everyone else has experienced or is experiencing in self-doubt. It is part of being human. Now that you know you're human, how do we go about beating self-doubt? Step number two, you have to recognize limiting beliefs. You can easily identify limiting beliefs by setting bold goals and then monitoring or logging your self-talk. As soon as you set a bold goal, you will find negative statements racing in your mind in the form of self-talk. Limiting beliefs usually contain the words never, not, no, can't, or impossible. Here are a few common limiting beliefs that fuel self-doubt. I'm not enough. I have no value to offer. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm too poor. No one will listen to me or what I have to say. I always fail. So what's the point in trying? I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm too old or I'm too young to be successful. I don't have enough experience, credentials, or degrees. I don't know enough. There are people out there who are so much better than I am. I come from a poor family. Therefore, I could never be financially stable. I could never do what I really want to do. I don't know where to start. I'm not motivated enough. I procrastinate too much. I never finish what I start. Or maybe I'm not worthy of being loved. I want to challenge you. As a leader, you need to steward your mind well. Don't give any space or attention to limiting beliefs that just aren't true. Limiting beliefs are lies. Let me say that again. Limiting beliefs are lies motivated by fear. And we also have a responsibility that we cannot give sympathy to lies that people are believing about themselves. Somebody may come to you and say, I'm not enough. And our response might be, wow, I'm so sorry you feel that way. Hang on. That's not true. You are enough. You do have incredible worth and value. That truth is what needs to be spoken into that person and over that person's life. Let us not give sympathy to the lies that people are believing about themselves that just aren't true. After you have recognized your limiting beliefs, step number three, replace those limiting beliefs with a new mental framework. You need to see yourself different. Speak a different narrative about yourself. No more lies and no more limiting beliefs. This is an opportunity for you to turn the page, for you to start a new story with new beliefs about yourself that are true. Here is a list of empowering beliefs that you can use to replace the limiting beliefs that we talked about and recognized in step two. I am worthy. I am enough. I am not afraid of failure because with every failure, there is a learning opportunity. 
I am responsible for the life I create. I embrace challenges. My past does not define me. My voice and life have value. I am exactly where I need to be to grow and develop. I choose to see problems as possibilities. I have the power to make an impact on the world. My past does not equal my future, and my current situation is not my final destination. I'm a person of faith, and who I am and my potential comes from God. And I believe here is what God says about me. I am loved. I am a masterpiece. I am chosen. I am forgiven. I am redeemed. And I am a child of the king. You may be thinking, yeah, but it's not that easy. I've had a certain mental model of limiting beliefs for a long time. And how do I just go about creating a new model overnight? The truth is, it's not going to happen overnight, but it can happen over time. And so when it comes to building a new mental model, I would suggest that every day, You write truth about yourself in your own handwriting. Write a declaration statement about yourself that is empowering, that speaks to the truth of who you are. Second thing I would recommend, speak truth about yourself, whether that's privately or publicly. You need to make sure that you are not speaking anything about yourself that is limiting. And finally, share truth with other people. Remind other people who they are. Remind other people of their worth and their value and their potential. Help other people to believe in who they really are, even if in the moment they can't see that for themselves. So write truth, speak truth, and share truth. Step number four, build a team of believers and risk takers around your life. It is so true that we are a product of our environment. Whoever we hang out with, that is who we will become like. So surround yourself with the right people. Let me say that again. Surround yourself with the right people. Probably the fastest way to make pivots and changes in your life is to change who you spend time with and to change who you are surrounding your life with. If you want to defeat and beat self-doubt, you need people around you who believe in you. I must say that again. You need people around you who believe in you. And you need people who are living a life of courage. Those who are taking risks like I was at six years of age on the high dive at the public pool. But you need the right people around you. So start building your team. Now that you know that self-doubt is part of being human and you're human and you have recognized your limiting beliefs, you are making an effort to replace limiting beliefs with truth, you're building a team of believers and risk takers around your life, here is step number five. And this is a big one. And this one is going to take courage. This is where the rubber meets the road. Step number five, you've got to take action. When I climbed that ladder at the public pool, six years of age, I walked out and I stood at the end of the high dive. There I was. Nobody else could jump for me. 
Nobody else could hold my hand. I stood there and I had to make a decision. Am I going to take action or am I going to climb right back down that ladder motivated by fear? You've got to decide for you that you will be a leader of action. You will be a person of action. I think how we really defeat and beat self-doubt is that we take action again and again and again. And when you take action over and over and over, here's a couple of things you know. You're always going to learn and you're always going to grow. And you're going to take action more effectively the second and third time than you did the first because you have learned some things along the way. So when it comes to step number five, you just have to take action. You just have to do it. You got to put yourself out there. Guaranteed, you're going to learn and guaranteed you're going to grow. I hope this teaching on beating self-doubt was helpful for you. Here's a quick review of the five steps that I shared. Embrace self-doubt as part of being human. Recognize and call out your limiting beliefs. Replace limiting beliefs with truth. Build a team of believers and risk takers around yourself. And finally, take action. Thanks again for checking out this episode and for being a part of our Rise and Lead community. That means so much to me. Make sure you screenshot this episode and share it with someone and post it to your social media accounts. Don't forget to tag me and I will always try and give you a repost. I know there is someone who you know who needs to hear this episode on beating self-doubt. Thanks for sharing, subscribing, and rating the podcast. Look for new episodes to drop every month. You won't want to miss those. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Remember, the best time to rise and lead is now.